you never find the time, right? Like time doesn't appear out of nowhere. And if you don't schedule things, if you don't intend on using time in a certain way, it will get filled up very, very, very easily. Welcome to Design Life, a show about design and side projects for motivated creatives. I am one of your hosts, Charlie. And I'm your other host, Femke. And welcome to this episode. We're going to be touching a frequently asked topic. (laughs) At least I get a lot of people asking me about this, and I'm sure you do do as well. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We're going to talk a bit about sort of how we balance side projects and our full-time jobs. I frequently get asked, how do I find time for them? How do I prioritize them? How do I balance them when I'm working a full-time job? And we've done a couple of episodes kind of touching a little bit on this topic, uh, but they were about four or five years ago recorded now. And I feel like a lot has changed since then. And like we've both experienced different growth in our careers. And so we thought it was about time that we kind of touch back in on this topic and talk a little bit about what's changed and how we've kind of adapted over the years and how we're sort of balancing those things today. Before we get into it, our regular sort of check-in, how are you going, Charlie? I am going well today, but that, like, if you'd asked me yesterday, I would not have said so. (laughs) I've been, I don't know, just in a pandemic slump, I guess. Honestly, feeling a bit burnt out, too. I found myself Googling signs of burnout, and I was like, well, you know, that's probably a sign in and of itself that you're even searching for it. Yeah. But, yeah, then coming across, like, you know, this list or whatever, and I check everything on it, and I'm like, yeah, I knew that, like... I knew I was feeling burnt out and I wasn't listening to myself. Just, yeah, not feeling super motivated these days and feeling discouraged. But yeah, yesterday evening I was like, this ends. Like, I need to have a good day tomorrow. I'm going to do everything in my power to make, like, today, the day we're recording, a good day. And so far it has been. So that's good. I guess I just have to put a lot more attention and focus and, like, be more purposeful (laughs) to make days good days at the moment. Yeah, sorry, that was a bit depressing. How are you going? No, that's fine. I've also like noticed myself a little bit like slipping towards these slumps that I used to feel a few years ago when I was like not having a great time. And so I'm like aware, like cautiously aware that like that mindset is like starting to to trickle in the back of my mind. And so I'm also like trying to be really conscious of keeping that out and like acknowledging it's there but like trying to to sort of find ways to to mitigate that Um, I also feel like for the last 11 months or whatever I haven't really consciously created a good routine for myself I feel like you know things happened so overnight and like I just kind of started working from home and like everything felt so temporary at that time that I never really took the time to like make some new rituals and like get in get in a groove or a habit that I enjoyed for working from home. For example, I stopped running because we were told to stay inside and I've like never run again since then because I just stopped it and haven't picked it back up. Uh, So yeah, I don't know. I'm now trying like new year, I guess, trying to sort of create a more healthier like morning routine and a bit more, you know, pleasurable habits throughout the day. Like I've started doing 10 to 15 minute yoga by Adrian, like little videos throughout the, the work day. Uh, and that's been really, really nice. So yeah, trying to kind of find little joys and pleasures throughout the day to keep me going. 
I feel like maybe in a future episode we should talk about our daily routines. That could be another good yeah. like, thing to come back to because I know we've done it in the past, but yeah, just like this one, things change as your life changes, as your career changes and your routines change as well. For sure. Yeah. And I guess like kind of related to, to today's topic, I've been getting really busy in my side projects lately um, to the point where like I'm now having to like schedule things two months out which is exciting and and you know that's cool that I have these opportunities but it's also like trying to balance that with work going on and making sure I'm showing up for both both things and like working from home has definitely changed how like my balance with my side projects too like now that I'm not commuting, I get like an extra hour and a half a day I can spend on side projects. So yeah, things have changed a lot and I'm having to like readjust a little bit my my routines and my balance and how I sort of prioritize things. Yeah, it's like now we've realized that this state isn't just a temporary thing. It's kind of going to be around for a while yeah. longer. Um, and so we got to put routines in place. Let's get into it though and talk about fitting in side hustles. So for you, the major differences recently with, um, you know, fitting side hustles in alongside your work has been, well, one, a few years ago, you got hired to Uber, which was a more demanding job than you yeah. had previously. You are also now working from home. So that is something different. And your YouTube channel focus has really been like a new thing. Um, yeah. Last year, wasn't it really was when yeah. you, you really started focusing on that. Yeah. And, and so that changes, you know, everything about what you're focusing on. And then for me, my major changes recently that have like impacted my, you know, way that I fit things in has mostly been my new job, becoming creative director, mm-hmm. but also I feel like partly been, eh, I was going to say it's all getting older, but maybe it's also like adjusting to a more Spanish way of life. Where like <laughs> the times of day that you do things are naturally different. Yeah. Um, so that as well has been a big change for me. Interesting. Yeah. Where where should we start? Like I'm I'm curious, can you maybe give a little like summary of maybe what what balance kind of used to look like for you and mm. how it's changed a little bit now yep. and kind of what it looks like now? I think that would be really interesting to hear. Yeah, so I feel like I used to spend a lot more time on my side hustles than I currently do. I used to wake up very early in the morning. Um, I did this when I worked in a London office, uh, you know, to do some side hustle work before my commute. I would even do work on my commute, on the tube, on the way there. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was real, like, such a go-getter back then. Um, (laughs) And when I started working for ConvertKit and started working from home, I kept up with the early mornings for a while. But that is no longer the case. I no longer get up early to work on side hustles. Yeah. I get up very late these days, especially. This has been like a pandemic change, really, that I'm not up before nine sometimes. Wow. Um, I mean, usually it's before nine, but sometimes not. You know, whereas in the past that would have been like never an option to stay in bed until nine. So, yeah, mornings aren't super like hours of side hustle time anymore. Weekends, I guess now, is when I usually get the bulk of like focus work done on side hustles, which I went for a while like trying to make weekends completely free, but I just realized it made my work days too stressful to, you know, fit in as much as I needed to. Um, So I try and have one weekend day that I focus on getting all of my side hustle stuff done. Then the rest is sort of done in uh, 
bits and pieces, like maybe max an hour a day in the rest of the week. Yeah. And that'll be like something before work, you know, and I'll start work a bit later um, at lunchtime, whatever. Yeah. But um, I do have help now for my side hustles, like we talked about in our outsourcing episode. And so that's been like a major change for me as well. I haven't had to spend as much time mm-hmm. on them to get the same results. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, I can't imagine the like the benefit of having that must be so nice and have given you I I guess a lot of time back which is really nice Mm -hmm, exactly what about you how's how's things changed for you yeah so I was similar I used to sort of get up at 6 a.m and go straight to my computer wouldn't even shower just like go straight into the the work zone uh for a couple of hours then around eight o'clock I would like shower get ready for the day and start work that lasted couple a few years I think and to be honest it worked really well for me at that time um I really enjoyed those early mornings like it was quiet everyone's asleep it was like really my focus time so that worked well I think what started changing was yeah I got my job at Uber and like I guess it was like a bit more it was a bit more demanding for me than what my prior job had been as you'd mentioned uh, and I also felt like I needed to save some of my creative like mental energy for my day job and I was kind of using it up before I even got to work um, so yeah I kind of like started adjusting that I I didn't get up at six anymore but I still tried to squeeze in maybe like 30 minutes or like some emails or something before I headed into the office um, And I would often do some in the evenings. I tried to keep the weekends free, similar to you. Um, I feel like actually that's been a really big change since the pandemic because now there's nothing to do in the weekends. So I now use the weekends a lot for side projects, whereas beforehand I really wanted those to like hang out with my friends and like, you know, go and go out to a festival or whatever. Um, That's obviously obviously not a thing now so yeah I think it's it's been changing a lot now I get up uh, around seven usually and I I actually until recently would do a bit of side project work in the morning that's kind of changed since I got a dog um, now I spend my mornings with her mostly like taking her out for a walk and like playing with her a little bit and things like that so I don't often get much side project work done before I start work So for you, it happens in the evenings now and the weekends? Yeah, it's mostly the weekends and the evenings, which is more like I might finish work at five and then do like an hour of side project work and sign off at six sort of thing. That's usually what I do. I try not to like bleed it too much in the evenings because I want to spend time with my partner and like make dinner and like do my own things. Um, I don't want to be on my computer all night. <laughs> so yeah, now it's it's mostly like an hour at the end of the day and usually like one full day in the weekend. It sounds like we do like probably invest about the same amount of time into our side hustles, just a different like parts of the day which is interesting Mm -hmm. I think that I would still be doing the like I don't know wake up slightly earlier thing um if it wasn't for the fact that my work meetings are always going on in the evening right um I just my whole day is shifted later like it's partly to do with work partly to do with like just in Spain you eat dinner later as well yeah but I yeah I kind of like the idea of doing an hour in the evening before signing off for the day Uh, that sounds nice but yeah, right now, you know, this is where, where I have to fit it in. How do you decide what to do? 
like what the most important tasks are because mm-hmm. I don't know if you find this too, but but during the week, I, I often feel like I can't ma- move forward, you know, in leaps and bounds on my side hustles because I have shorter blocks of time to do it in. And it's the weekend where like progress really happens because you get that like longer chunk of focus time. So how do you decide what to do on your weekdays um, in that like, yeah, side hustle block of time? Yeah, so pretty much like any producing related work so like editing filming that kind of stuff happens in the weekends because I need like hours worth of time to do that so throughout the week it's a lot of emails (laughs) which I know doesn't sound super fun but I have a lot of people interested in working with me Uh, and so I have a lot of email work that I often have to do maybe it's like creating proposals and sending out invoices and I think some of the stuff that you've outsourced I think Charlie um so a bit of that work some other things I do is like you know managing my Instagram account a little bit that's something that needs a bit of daily attention you know it's not a once a week pop in pop out kind of thing uh and like preparing my email newsletter writing some content prepping and planning for the video I want to film in the weekend, like writing a script or something like that. Uh, And I've recently started using TaskAid, which is like a to-do productivity app. Uh, And that's actually been really helpful to like have my side project tasks and I can set deadlines on those tasks. And I also have the freelancers I work with in there so I can like assign them tasks if it's like for them. So that's kind of been a really good accountability thing for me lately. Nice. Do you sort of like then, I don't know, set that task list at the start of the week and then choose each day what to take on? Um, I wouldn't say I set it at the start of the week. It's like as tasks come in, I add them to that list with a with a due date. And then I guess like every day I kind of look at like, okay, what's next or what's coming up next? And, and that's kind of how I know what to focus on. Yeah, I think I was projecting a little bit there because that's what I do. I set a task list at the start of the week. <laughs> okay, yeah. Tell me about you. <laughs> tell me about you. So I use my bullet journal, as I think I've talked about many a time before here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the start of the week on a Monday or sometimes a Sunday evening, um, I like to write down everything that I need to make happen for my side hustles, for my own business um, in the next week. And sometimes there's life admin stuff in there as well. But it's basically like my list of everything outside of work. What needs to happen? Or what do I want to make happen? Because I think that's just as important. Yeah. And then each day of like each work day, I generally try and have like one piece of a side hustle task I get done. Because I usually find that that's about as much as I can fit in. Yeah, so whether same. that's like <laughs> prepping the newsletter for the week or I don't know. Um, I'm totally blanking on on what some things might even be like. I'm like, what do I even do now? I saw you're doing a collaboration with Figma on their channel now. Maybe something that relates. Yeah. So like, I don't know, maybe there's some organization stuff that needs to happen there or I need to film the promo video for them as a recent thing that I did. Um, I'll try, try and do like one little thing a day. But sometimes mm-hmm. all I do that day is maybe just some writing, which is a like not a nice thing you can tie a bow on. <laughs> it's like a piece of a larger project. So it's less satisfying on the to-do list, but that's okay. I guess one of my main tips for fitting side hustle work in around a job is to try and break down your process for making things into as small chunks as possible. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you're going to find long stretches of time where you can create from start to finish, very few and far between. 
or you will overload your weekends, which is definitely something I've done in the past is like putting all the side hustle time on the weekends. I like doing it during the week to, you know, keep things maintained and, um, you know, then allow me to take more time off on the weekend. But yeah, breaking things down so that you can like tackle a small chunk at a time when you have half an hour, when you have 20 minutes to make progress on something, that's the way to do it. Not just wait until you've got hours in front of you to to work on things. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Like, for example, for me, if I'm like maybe preparing for a live stream, I don't just have live stream as a to-do list task. Right. I break that down into all the subtasks, like create the live stream, decide on the topic, create the assets, like share the assets. You know, you kind of break it down. It's much more manageable that way. So I find breaking things down into like more actionable tasks, like means, I don't know, something about that for me, like gives me that feeling of progress right and it also Mm -hmm. means like when you open your to-do list or open your bullet journal whatever it's not like oh that one big task like when am I going to find time to do that it's like looming right so yeah that's definitely been helpful for me as well to break things down what you just said there made me realize this is something else we should talk about you never find the time right like Mm -hmm. time doesn't appear out of nowhere (laughs) And if you don't schedule things, if you don't intend on using time in a certain way, it will get filled up very, very, very easily. Like, you know, all of the things that you are planning on doing that day will expand to fill the amount of time you have available or I don't know, something else will come up that you'll shift your focus to instead. That's why I do think that planning and like having an intention for what you want to do each day is important to keep things moving forward because that's like my really annoying answer really when people ask me how I find time for side hustles I'm like I don't I make the time yeah for my side hustles because they're important to me and I'm not gonna lie it's been a lot harder since moving into my new role where work takes up so much more like mental capacity it's left me more drained than in my previous role Mm because I'm still you know getting used to all of that and so it has been harder to find the time and motivation for side hustles And that's because you got to be the one to make the time and like make the motivation to get them done if you really do want to move them forward. Because I think like that's who we're speaking to here, right? Is the people who have side hustles or have an idea for one that they want to work on and they haven't been able to to fit it in into their schedule. If you really, really want to make it happen, then you've got to schedule the time for it and treat it as important. Totally agree. Yeah, that's usually my like cop out answer too. is like, I prioritize it just like I would anything else that's important, right? Like, we're always prioritizing things. Sometimes it's unconsciously, sometimes it's consciously. Um, But I think this brings up something else I want to share, which is like, to be honest, one of the best things I've done to help me manage my time is saying no to things. I think for a while I felt like everything was such an exciting opportunity and I had to do everything and say yes and then not only say yes but like do it right now and as soon as possible and everything's so urgent and like yes let's catch up tomorrow and I think one thing that I've done is just take more control of my time and say no to things that don't immediately excite me or that like you know it's like oh yeah that'd be cool but you know I have this other thing going on or I don't 
I'm not that excited about it. And so I've become a little bit more cutthroat with like the opportunities I do. And I have to be really excited about it to invest my time in it. And in addition to that, I'm not afraid to be like, yep, cool. My schedule's a bit full right now. Can we pick this up again next month? Or let's schedule something in for like two weeks from now. Whereas for a while, I felt like everything had to be like done right away. And so that's really helped me manage my time. And like, it's kind of like doing less things, but like they're more important things, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's a good good note to make is that because time is precious and, you know, when you're doing, you know, being a creator part-time versus full-time, you have to be more selective with how you spend your time and what projects you take on. That's why I brought on virtual assistants and editors and whatever to outsource stuff so that it can free up my time for the things I really want to focus on. And that's why I like invest in that, you know, and it's worth it to me because it allows me to keep doing this alongside my job. Yeah. But before I had all those people and all that help, I had to make similar choices, you know, and usually I prioritize my YouTube channel. I prioritize getting videos edited and created. And I'm glad I did that because I think that it would have been easy to get distracted with making a bunch of other types of social media content Mm -hmm, or, mm -hmm. I don't know, being a guest on a million podcasts and things like that. But because I put the effort into building my audience through making content consistently, it paid off. So I feel like that was the right choice. And that's the thing. You're always going to have to make choices with the time you spend on your side hustles. What helps me to make those choices is two things. One is the sort of like planning and thinking I do at the start of the year of what I want to get done that year. So like the episode where we did, I talked about the fact that I want to do a lot of writing this year, writing a book. And so that is my become my core thing that has to move forward drastically every single week. You know, I have to spend a good chunk of time writing, but also it's my monthly focuses that I do. So each month I decide like which project or which part of my projects is going to get the most attention and sort of like go all in on it so that it, it can, yeah, move forward in a meaningful way. So this month it's been my newsletter that I've been focusing on, doing a lot of writing for it, but also setting up better systems for it, planning guest editors in place. Um, spoiler alert, Fem is going to do one. So look Woo-hoo! out for that. Yes. So, you know, having that as my monthly focus helps me know, okay, what do I work on today? Have I done anything to do with the newsletter? Have I moved that forward as much as I wanted to? No, not yet. Okay, that's the thing then. It just gives some like some framing and some constraints to it because there's an endless amount of things you could do, obviously. Yeah, I love your idea of monthly focuses. I've never been able to like execute it well. I find like I'm I'm into it the first few months and then like I kind of lose momentum, but I I admire that you have that. I'm curious though, with your monthly focuses, like how do you maintain sort of like still consistently like running things or like giving effort to things that aren't your monthly focus? Like, you know, your YouTube channel, obviously you have videos go up throughout the entire year, not just the month of February. Right. Um, so how how does that work for you? How do you still ensure that you're giving time and attention to things that aren't your monthly focus? I guess it's kind of like understanding what parts of your side hustles are the constants, right? Like what do you always got to do every single week or month or whatever Mm -hmm. to maintain, to keep them running, to keep them chugging along. Stuff like accounting comes in there and finance (laughs) management and things like that. That has to be done all the time. Uh, You can't just like do it during a monthly focus. I honestly think of my content in that way Um, where I just have systems in place and it's it's a routine now to get Mm -hmm. videos out. But 
perhaps it's it means that if I'm low on time, like for example, I just spent one day this month filming a bunch of videos. And so they're going to come out for the next few weeks. Right. And that was the, you know, all the time I invested. If I was making like a series on my YouTube channel or something, the focus of the month, I might spend more time filming and like more time making um, during a month. But because it's not the focus this month, I didn't. I was just like, yep, here's some simple videos, some things I want to share. And yeah. these are going to be like good videos, but I'm not going to invest more time into them. Yeah. But also because it's not my focus, if it came down to it, I would not upload a video, right? Like if I didn't have a video and I had time to do one more thing for the month and I hadn't finished everything on my newsletter focus list, I would do that and I would just not upload a video that week because I set the newsletter as the focus and I wanted to move it forward and get it to this point. And so it's sort of like that has to be the priority to get it done. That's kind of the helpful part about framing the monthly focus in that way. How does that work in like if you look at that through the lens of of work like your day job like mm. I don't know let's say it's Wednesday and you always send out your email newsletter on Wednesday afternoon but something's come up at work right and like suddenly you're you know maybe not able to go and send your newsletter out because something's going on in the day job like what do you do in those situations how how do you feel like do you just then not send it out do you just accept that and like wait to the next day or do you then stay up like late getting it done or like w at what point do you like sort of draw that line and and recognize like okay I need to accept that you know this is not going to go out and like I need to acknowledge the balance there mm. so I think I don't often get in those situations because I prepare more in advance than that um yeah, you know, and so so like if you, the newsletter is going on a Wednesday, it's going to be up and like set up and ready that morning or by Tuesday or whatever. You know, mm -hmm, is there mm -hmm. an advance? You're not doing it at the time it gets mm -hmm. published. But also, I have help with this. So, <laughs> I I I make sure that I have written my newsletter by like Sunday evening for the next week, and then Chloe will go in to convert it to lay it out and and all that. Yeah, and so I don't have to do that basically. So that's my cop-out answer to that part. But I, I see where you're going with this. It's sort of like the, the trade-offs you make, mm -hmm, right? Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, work comes first for me. Work has to come first because it's the, you know, I made a commitment to my mm -hmm, job. Mm -hmm. And it's where the bulk of my income comes from. It's the main, like, part of my career. And so if I have to postpone doing a side hustle thing because of work, I'm usually disappointed about that because they are both important to me. And I don't like what that means for, you know, the amount that work is encroaching on the rest of my life. Yeah. But if it happens on the rare occasion, then work is the thing that I prioritize there. Yeah. Um, but I do treat them both as important. And I think it honestly helps me work less. Um, like, I'm not one of those people who struggles with working 50, 60 hours a week for my day job because... I have my side hustles that I want to spend time on. I do probably work 50 to 60 hours a week, but <laughs> across work and the side hustles. Yeah. Um, when you've got something there that you really do care about and that is important to you, you have to prioritize it. And that looks like making choices. It also looks like systems. We haven't specifically talked about that yet, but that's a huge part of how I get side hustles done alongside work is the systems that I have in place, you know? Mm -hmm. developed over the years like I know when we record this podcast I save it to this folder you know and it goes to our editor for editing I know when I record a video I like organize it in this way and share it with my editor 
there's the stuff in place that I don't have to think about. So it makes it faster to, to get done. Yeah, I feel like I've just been getting to that system stage like in the last quarter. Um, so I'm still trying to figure all of that out and like create these efficient systems um, that sort of work for me because it has been historically pretty scrappy for me. Uh, and yeah, I'm definitely starting to appreciate the value of like having all of these systems in place and just how much easier that makes it. Let's touch briefly on like relaxation time and like, you know, prioritizing time for yourself uh, or with your family or like things not related to work that you want to do. How do you make time for that? Like, is that again, just something that you make time for and you prioritize or do you try to squeeze it in the, the gaps? Or if, if you're sort of like, you know, oh, today I could either edit a video or do something, you know, with your partner or whatever, like, how do you make that decision or how do you balance that? So I, because I don't do work on my side hustles in the evening. So once I finish work, it's like dinner time and then Mark and I hang out for the evening. Mm-hmm. So that's like, you know, a good chunk of time there for relaxing each night, at least a couple of hours. And then I try and have one weekend day that's, you know, clear of obligations or to-do list items yep. <laughs> um, to do whatever in. But I mean, that's not, doesn't sound like a whole lot of time, does it? But that's that's what I got. <laughs> my side hustles are important to me as well as relaxation. Yeah. And so I choose to do them sometimes in my time off because that's what I feel like doing and what I want to do. But I will also like, and I've gotten better over the past few years of giving myself grace in if I'm not feeling it, if I'm not motivated and, you know, the world's not going to end if I don't get this thing done for my side hustle. Yeah. Not forcing it. Yeah, then I won't do it because you got to keep it fun and you got to keep it enjoyable for yourself as well. I think you can hustle really hard for a season. Like I definitely did when I was getting started on my YouTube channel, but I was doing that because I was so passionate about it and like I wanted to and I, I was seeing the benefits of that hard work paying off. I definitely pushed it too hard at times and, you know, then completely crushed out every now and then. So that's not good, <laughs> but... Yeah, these days I'm much more like attentive to the the mood that I'm in and the the levels of energy that I have on a certain day and will let myself off the hook for many, many things if I need to. Yeah, I feel kind of similar where like I know obviously there is more I could be doing. Like I could push it harder if I wanted to, but I'm happy with the current like pace and, and growth and you know, workload that I have going on right now and I don't want to push it too much further to the point of burnout. So yeah, I kind of similar, I guess, have kind of accepted that like for now, this is good and I'm happy with it. Of course, maybe like you, I'll have a season where I'm like, okay, now I want to put more energy into it or more focus time and push it a bit more. Um, But yeah, I think for a while I felt like I had to be doing like the 100% all the time. And I think I've kind of come to enjoy more like the waves where it's like sometimes it's 100% but sometimes it's 50% or 60 or 70 Mm. Um, and that kind of ebbs and flows with life you know priorities change things change moods change and so just kind of more embracing like what I'm excited about what I'm passionate about what I feel like doing uh, and just acknowledging that because I I totally agree that it should stay fun, right? It's a side project. And if you lose that spark, then it's just going to become another chore. Um, and I don't want to burn myself out over that. Yep. I think that's really wise words and a great way of framing it too. The, 
the ebbs and flows of mm-hmm. life and you'll have ebbs and flows in your hustle mode <laughs> throughout that as well. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. And we have to be okay with perhaps things progressing a little slower as well when we're doing this part-time Yeah. compared to, you know, going all in on a project and quitting our jobs to pursue it. Yeah. You know, it's a trade-off we make is that, okay, we cannot compare ourselves to the people who are doing this full-time. We just have to be content with things progressing a little slower and yeah, just try and enjoy the journey of it and make sure that we're still enjoying the day-to-day of Mm -hmm. the work we're doing too. Definitely. Cool. Well, this this was fun to hear sort of what what balance has been like for you recently because I feel I don't know I feel like my perspective on this is so different from what it was five years ago um, same so you never would have caught me like years ago being like eh, if I didn't feel like doing it one day I just didn't yeah like, I, I was so much more strict on myself yeah but yeah I've learned that that's it makes me a happier person and like life a little bit less stressful when I don't put quite so much pressure on myself no totally totally yeah and like just recently I think there was a a day in the weekend where like I was like oh I want to work on my side projects today but then my partner was like oh hey I'd really like to do this thing together today and you know I have this moment of like oh <laughs> what decision do I make here and you know I chose I chose to spend time with him because at the end of the day like honestly he's more important to me than my side projects and I'd rather spend time with him um and so you know I just accepted that okay well maybe the side project thing will be one day later or whatever and like for me that's fine like this it's not my full-time job it's not my my main you know income thing so just go with it sometimes it doesn't always go how you want it to go but I think that's okay too yeah and I hope that this episode maybe helped to answer people's questions about how we're fitting (laughs) stuff in but I don't know um I think from the outside people always look more productive than they feel yeah definitely and that you also like you know, you probably think they're getting way more done than they think they are. I definitely think that's the case with me when anyone's like, how do you do it? I'm like, what do you mean? I'm barely doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, and to be honest, like, it's not like I'm sharing or posting all the time about me watching TV or exactly. going for a walk. Yep. Like you only see the the hyperproductive moments a lot of the time, right? So just remember everything you see online is like not really like doesn't represent the whole truth of what's going on behind the scenes. Yep, exactly. Great point to end on. <laughs> cool. Well, I think we should in a future episode talk about our daily routine some more. Like I know side hustles yeah. will come into that, but let's like go wider and talk about where we fit in um, you know, the life stuff in amongst our usual work days too. I think that'd be fun. For sure. Yeah, this was a good chat, fam. Cool. Yeah, thanks for being open to talking about this. If you want to hear more episodes from us, you can go to designlife.fm or you can search for us in your favorite podcasting app and listen to the past 200 or so episodes if you really want to (laughs) so many episodes yes and if you have a suggestion for a topic that you would like to hear us discuss if you're curious about something hit us up on twitter we're at design life fm over there and we'd love to hear what's on your mind and maybe do an episode about it (laughs) yeah for sure all right well enjoy another pandemic week and we'll talk (laughs) again next week (laughs) sounds good bye fam